State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. I just got off a flight. This was the most scary, the scariest flight I've ever been on in my life. I might not fly for a little while. What happened? Why was it so traumatic for you? It was like smooth sailing. We're just sailing, just nice and the friendly skies, it felt like. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom, boom. We bouncing up and down like this. The the uh, pilot is like, flight attendants, please take your seats. They run into they, they run into their seats. They not walking fast. These bitches is running. And that's what made me scared. I'm like, okay, they moving different. Baby's crying. Some people was screaming out cuss words. It might have been me. I think it was me. <laughs> <laughs> shit was so scary y'all i could not wait to touch that ground i was praying was that as soon as y'all got left as soon as y'all got off the ground it started happening no this was in uh when we were landing in charlotte oh shame we just went through some real big was clouds it, was yeah. the um was it raining there or anything it wasn't raining shame well nigga so you scary. made it <laughs> nigga i made it <laughs> I'm glad you saved uh, though. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here in America. Hey, look, but anyway, thank you guys for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, AJ. Hey. It's Tam Bam, y'all. I love y'all. I'm still alive. I love y'all even more this time. Hey, bitch, you done live a couple times in the last couple weeks. Bruh. <laughs> I need to go to church. For real. We have a guest today. Tell everybody who you are. Uh, hey, so what's going on, good people? My name is James Harris. I am located in Richmond, Virginia. I'm a therapist. I'm a father. I'm a veteran. 
I'm an entrepreneur, and I founded a movement called Men to Heal, which focuses on men's overall wellness, their mental health, as well as their physical health. And I'm also the author of a book called Man, Just Express Yourself, which is an interactive planner guide for boys and men to better express themselves. You can find that at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, pretty much anywhere books are sold, including my website, mentoheal.com, www.m-e-n-t-o-h-e-a-l.com. God Ooh, damn, like, that elevator pitch is hella fine. Yes, it <laughs> is. Hey, gotta get it in there. Gotta get it in there. Yes. I, I'm going to buy that book for all the men that I know. Need that. Yeah, it, do that. It's interactive, like, exercising. Yeah, yeah. Are so, they going to be crying to me after, like, they may buy me this book? <laughs> listen, uh, so that that's pretty much the premise of it. It's um over 65 different uh, top, top, topics in there. And uh, a lot of wives been getting this book, a lot of partners been getting this book and giving it to that significant other. Like they highlight a couple of different chapters, give it to him. He do a couple of exercises, then they process it over dinner or date night. So now it doesn't feel like a chore to him or feel like he's, you know, being signaled out. It feel like a, a enhancement for the relationship, which is beneficial. So I've been fortunate. Um, and of course, parents get it for the sons and stuff like that. But a lot of men get it as well to enhance where they are. And then just, you know, try to uncover different layers and take that ultimate step of seeking services, whether that's through a therapist or, um, you know, trying to navigate that journey. But it's, it's definitely a lot of conversation starters in there. It's talking about trauma, grief, abandonment, displacement, which a lot of people have that they don't know. Um, ego, pride, just so many tough topics, you know, crying, mm-hmm. uh, confidence, you know, just a lot of stuff that men talk about it in the barber shop so at the mechanic shop but not in the company of other people who where they feel they'll be judged for that vulnerability mm-hmm. so it's Do been a good time talk about it in the barbershop though because i just i just have a thing that i don't don't think men really communicate with each other so communicate right yeah it, communication is like it can be different right so communication to us is a two-way street when I say us, I mean the people on here. So you're talking about the giver of the message, the receiver of the message. But sometimes we have to check and make sure that people are comprehending what the actual message is. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so that's the main point. And then on, on certain aspects, men display different things differently as far as that communication. So that display may be anger. It may be aggression. It may be silent treatment. It just may be ignoring. It may be uh, reckless behavior, being promiscuous or drinking, substance use. You know, so those things are him screaming out or communicating the way he know how. Um, so those are some of the things, too, within session. Um, if I'm doing a, a session with an individual or a couple, we break those things down. Hmm. hmm. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime when a man feels, like, comfortable enough to cry in front of me, it make my coochie go, dum 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 I've heard that a lot from a lot of different women. Some single, some married. Because that one, the ones that I've heard it from, they feel like they've became that safe place for him to land. Yeah, exactly. Like so, let me cherish this moment that you're you're willing to be open and vulnerable with me. I know for my lady, you know, I'm I'm expressive. I'm open. Like if something's not right, I'm letting her know. If something is right, I'm letting her know too. I think oftentimes mm-hmm. people feel like I only got to let you know when things are wrong, wrong. you know, but right. nah, you all that need to be communicated. Something I often say is uh, feel your feelings and especially to the men, because oftentimes they only feel those negative ones. Right. Like, I don't mind. Like, I know that I'm peace. I know that about myself. Right. And I don't want to say that like I just 
I know I am. I'm yeah, a peaceful beep person. Beep that joint. Beep, beep. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I can facilitate peace and I can maintain peace, right? So I want a man or my man to be comfortable enough to tell me what's going on. Tell me about your past, present, future, whatever it is, though. But don't come to me as if I could be your therapist. I feel like a lot of men, like, they do want to be vulnerable with the woman they're with. But they, they think that that vulnerability means that they can place all of this heavy load on Off-load. this woman. Yes. And she's supposed, because even your therapist has a therapist oftentimes. Yes. So now if your woman is working on any type of healing she has going on, and maybe she is seeing a therapist. And then you come unload your childhood shit that's happened to you and kind of try to use it to justify what's going on now in a relationship. How is a woman supposed to process and um, make him, you know, not to dismiss what he's saying, but make him feel comfortable enough to continue to come to come to you with the shit. But how does that's a slippery to, slope? Men need that's to a understand that slope. I'm not a therapist. You so see what I'm saying? yeah, in, in many instances, though, to be real with you, like especially in couples counseling, um, you you have to know whether, regardless of which partner it is, like if some things transpired within your past or your childhood and things like that, you bring it to their relationship now because oftentimes it does that, like unresolved trauma, complex trauma, unresolved grief. Those things manifest itself into a, a lack of emotional maturity, like within relationships, within your social relationships, within the workplace. But especially in your relationship, I definitely tell either partner, the wife or the husband, or if they, you know, an individual, you got to take care of your emotional and your your physical safety first because if you are in a place to where you're taking all of this from your partner it can be damaging and draining so you have to ensure that you're doing your self-care or you're you're not only setting your boundary but you're enforcing your boundary and, and letting them know like hey i support you i'm not going to enable you i'm gonna try to help you the best i can and sometimes helping you the best I can is falling back because I know I'm going to be drained. So let me refer you to XYZ or let me send you this website or this workbook or, you know, go to this group. You know, so those things are helpful as well. But I think in those instances, the woman probably get fed up too and be like, yo, I'm, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. And then it starts turning into a cantanker. You know, it, it becomes cantankerous. So now they're arguing. This is supposed to be my safe space. I can't come to you because you're not helping me. You're nagging me or you know, you're throwing it back up like my ex did or like my mom did. So those things are the issue. But if if I think it's difficult because she or he probably wasn't taught how to, you know, nurture somebody and take care of them in certain instances. There's so many women now who will say, oh, no, you soft, you crying, you weak, you know, and that right there can be demonizing and can hurt him to come to her further. Or it can be her accepting him for all those things and constantly draining herself, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely a slippery slope, like uh, Tam Bam said, but find that fine balance. Definitely make sure that you are well enough and equipped enough to handle those things or assist him in getting the help that he needs. Right. That, that's the part for me because, you know, some things I feel like I don't need to know. Like, if you're my man, like, do I need to know that you're afraid of the dark? Tell your therapist because I need to feel protected by you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to know that you're scared of the dark. Yeah, because I don't know if that diminishes well, niggas after dark. <laughs> yeah, well, you some of these niggas you need to be scared of after dark for real. But no, I get like you. That... You want certain information. You feel that it should be offloaded on somebody else, and not it should be compartmentalized. You know what I mean? You want right. certain information, but you want to still feel that I got yeah, safety I and protected. security. Yeah, safety yeah. and security. Or, or I'm gonna give a big one. 
you can't tell me that you were abused by a woman when you were younger, right? And you've never, because I know a lot of men who've been abused by women. But like, just say, for instance, a man telling you that he was abused by women when he was younger, and now we're having intimacy issues, and I keep telling you, hey, you're not delivering on this, you're not doing this, da-da-da, what's up? You finally offload that onto me, right? You've never seek the professional help in regarding it, and now I'm supposed to take that information and use it now to, to, to just be okay with why I'm having intimacy issues now in our relationship. And we're grown, so I'm like, at some point, you got to take self-responsibility, and you got to go do the work. You know, Tammy always mm -hmm. be like, what's the work? Like, <laughs> you know what trouble. the issue is. You have to get past what that issue is so so you don't carry it on into um, relationships with other people. Yeah, and they definitely manifest I... themselves in relationships, especially those issues like that, because it's so common for a young man to have a sexual experience at an early age and him not know that those things are a traumatic experience or, or experience that can impact him in different settings and one of those settings being his relationship or being his within his uh parenting style because now realistically he can revert back to like oh man i want my young kids to do this because this happened to me like and that's why a lot of parents are guarded um of something that happened to them in the past and or they're trying to shield them and prevent them from things or of course, obviously, like you said, it's just pretty much now I'm in this relationship. I finally offloaded. For me, it's peaceful, but now my partner got to deal with it, you know? And that's the tough now part. Now she knows she laying next to you and you scared of the dark. Now both of y'all in here scared. <laughs> and like, because listen, please close the bathroom doors. All doors got to be closed because I don't like looking down no dark hole. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I need to see. Dark. I like the door open. I no. need to see what's nah, you're coming. I, door closed, you, stand on. I'm straight. Yes, door locked actually because if somebody come in this house, at least I'm gonna hear you fiddling with the door. I'm gonna have a pistol by the time you get there. <laughs> that's my thought process. Nah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, I be feeling like I need to see people coming, but nah, I can so, see straight you, to my front door. Like, 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 yeah, you made it easy for them to find you. Like my house, you gotta navigate. So. <laughs> my apartment ain't but big this big. They gonna find me anyway. Oh, I feel you. My <laughs> my small. I got a nice size, you know, uh house, so if, if it's dark, my my theory is, you know, like, oh, now you got to navigate. I'm going to hear something, you bump or whatever. And by that time, like you said, I already got the tool. So exactly. let's get it. Stew chicken. Y'all get up. <laughs> <laughs> you and see our therapist got a gold grilling, girl? <laughs> Period. Okay. Hey. I fuck with you even more now. Yeah. So, I mean. I feel like we can relate. And, and, that's, the, so, and that's the whole premise of my therapist because me as a therapist um and and th that I, ironically that's how i got into the field like when i was younger i was in foster care and group home and therapy was like a poor experience because one it was mandatory and then two all the therapists was older white people i'm this young kid from the projects you know what i'm saying so it felt forced it wasn't authentic and now me as a therapist i can be authentic i can be myself you see the jays behind me the phones behind me i'm relating to that young kid in the projects you know what i mean that young right. kid who always oh mr Harris, you you dress like my uncle but you don't smell like weed or this mom that comes and say oh man you the first therapist uh, he don't have five therapists before you and he ain't talking none up you know like it's relatable because mm -hmm. i look like him and then of right. course uh as a veteran i did army um eight years two deployments one iraq one afghanistan 
And thank you for your service. I appreciate that. And a lot of veterans tend to only go to the groups opposed to individual therapy because mm. those therapists don't have combat experience. So it's like, yo, we're in here. We're talking to somebody who's only processing information from the book. You know, so the groups are more better because they got that shared experience, that camaraderie with somebody who's been through it. So for me, I touch on all those platforms by being authentically me, and it's been paying off. Of course, the older people, you know, the seasoned therapists, they have something to say at conferences and stuff like that. Yeah, but your way ain't always the best way. Exactly. Like, there's other ways yeah. To do the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, it's, I've been fortunate. Um, how my movement has grown, how how it how it's been accepted, you know. Um, but of course, with everything changes, um, one of those things that people have to adapt to. Right. Before we move into the next segment, here's a word from our sponsors. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. So look, we, uh, Tam and I, I'm pretty sure all y'all saw, um, what was going on with Amber Rose last week. And we wanted to discuss the situation. We wanted to discuss her relationship. We wanted to, to discuss narcissism, you know, because she's basically calling her um, her last son's dad. I don't know if they're married or not. Well, I was reading some articles and it said that they refer to each other as husband and wife, but there's no proof that they are okay. actually married. So then she her living peen. <laughs> <laughs> 
we wanted to talk about narcissism, but we wanted a professional on the show as, at the same time, just so we can, um, you know, get that professional get, input. Educated opinion. Exactly. So that's where uh, Mr. Harris comes in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just want to read what Amber, uh, one of the tweets, or actually was on her Instagram story last week. She said, when you're in love with a narcissist, your brain tells you to turn and run, your heart says stay, unanswered questions, gaslighting, stonewalling, deflecting, projecting. I wish it was easy to fix him, but that's not for me to do. The pain cuts so deep, especially when children are involved. I will always love him so much, but I know I can't heal him. Only he can do that. I knew I had to set myself free publicly or I would have stayed forever, never receiving the love I craved and begged for. Tough choice because it hurt so bad, but I chose me. I didn't want to have to do this all. I just wanted my family, my husband. She put that in all caps on this. Mm -hmm. My husband, there's only so many times I can ask a man to just be transparent, honest, and love me wholeheartedly. I don't know if I'll get the happy ending I wanted, but maybe I'll get the happy ending I deserve, mother. So just one quick thing. It seems like Amber is using the public to basically hold her accountable going forward. So she said she put this out there basically because if, if she hadn't done it publicly, she would have never leave. So now she's making us responsible for her She's, make, she's making to her guns. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, the first thing, if she do go back to him, the first thing people are going to say, oh, she a dumb bitch. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. But I mean, I guess. But she don't really care. I don't believe that people really follow that. Like, no, because you're going to do what you want to do no matter what public opinion says. Exactly. Especially when it comes to matters of, matters of the heart. Because he was already on, he went live with some guys, Big Vaughn and something from some radio station. And he basically said she messaged him and said if he apologizes publicly, she would take him back. And he basically told her, like, nah, like, he don't want to keep hurting her. He loves his family. He loves her. But he also loves himself. And he just loves women. So I guess loving himself is, you know, I don't know. However, so, so you a hoe, just say that. Yeah, in translation, he still wants to have, have extra, you know, affairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said he would be able to sustain for about six months, but then he would probably be back at it. So See, that, that's something that he has to process. That right. I mean, that that's his truth, but that's also some damage there. You know, mm-hmm. that's some has taken place um, within his lifestyle to where he feels that that's acceptable. Um, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong because there's so many different lifestyles that are acceptable. Some people feel they need multiple people. Some people feel that one person is solely enough for them to live their internal, uh, you know, the rest mm-hmm. of their life with. So it all depends on them. The issue is he brought her in thinking that it was just going to be them too. You know, so the lack of communication or the lack of understanding, that lack of agreement uh, hindered that process. And now that's why it's a public disagreement. Because he, but maybe he tried. Maybe he tried to be with just one person. Maybe he was like, "I love her. I'm gonna try my best to be with." And they probably and was doing threesomes. Let's they, that in there too. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. You, I, I, we definitely can take in consideration all of that. But the issue is now we agree to just be you and not. Well, in her mind anyway. So either way, it wasn't clear because he, he very well can find somebody to say, "Oh yeah, I'm cool with you having an additional partner. I'm cool with it being a trio. I'm cool with it being a." But it sounds like she is saying 
it's supposed to be me on the kids, you know. So those and now this nigga done turned into Carl Thomas. When you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. <laughs> that's not Carl Thomas. Oh, that's, is that's it? Donnell Jones. That's Donnell uh, Jones, nigga. <laughs> oh, my bad, Carl. I'm like, same nigga. <laughs> my bad, uh, Carl or Donnell. Um, hey, but either way, I think the topic here was narcissistic, but I didn't hear, like, she didn't give a lot of examples of him being narcissistic. What was okay, so right. she, okay. I don't know if y'all seen the video with him and these guys. She didn't give the examples, but he definitely displays narcissistic behaviors he has no empathy whatsoever for what's going on right now she's embarrassed um and i I mean we would have never known right but the women that he's been cheating with obviously it's some people that probably some public people he's been been sleeping with um because she basically called them out first so based on the interview he or really not an interview he just pulled up and did live with some guys after he uh, after she put the shit on instagram and just his attitude about it, about it all. Yeah, he was giggling. He was yeah, like, like, and these guys were giggling like it was funny. And this woman is clearly hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That- so his lack of remorse um, for him is probably again like where he was was probably acceptable behavior to have those type of relationships or to be dogmatic and have those you know situations to where you're sleeping with multiple women. It's praised in some areas, you know what I'm saying? So it probably sounds like he was on, on that being in the spotlight or being in that the vicinity of those people he was telling the story to further enabled his behavior to make him feel comfortable enough to not display that, that certain remorse. You know, and for me, it's like accountability. Uh, not mm-hmm. not even on a, a celebrity standpoint, but just somebody in the neighborhood. If I see a, a brother doing something that's unbecoming, I'm I'm letting them know, you know, or if I see that's what I like to see too. Yeah, but so, do you feel like black men do that enough with each other when it comes? To, I do. I think it's not with women. I think it's not displayed enough, but I definitely I, I can only speak for me and my circle and the people I engage with. I, I know accountability is big with with the people I associate with. Uh, so if it is something like you know you engage, but you talking to somebody else, or you married and you trying to do X Y Z. Nah, we checking you. We letting you know um, that that's inappropriate, you know, or we, you know, we handle it within within us um, and letting you know how it can be a different situation. Like what you putting on the line, we just holding you accountable. We letting you know the things that you can potentially risk and the people that you can potentially hurt. Right. I, you know, I left a guy alone one time and I really liked him, but we went and met with his friend and his friend was telling a story about how he had to slap a bitch. Really? This was the story he was saying right in front of me at a table. And I got really upset about the conversation, so I got up and left. And then the guy was seeing came, and he was like, why would you leave the table? I was like, I was very uncomfortable with that conversation. He was like, well, I was like, that's that's the type of people you hanging with? He was like, that's a grown man, what I'm supposed to do. See, and that's a lot of them. And and that's that's wild, bro. Like, how can you have your boys... One, be comfortable enough. Like my, I don't have, I don't associate with nobody right now that's comfortable enough telling me that he was comfortable enough touching a woman like that. Or you know, even even if even, I don't got nobody in my circle right now as a grown man. I'm 35 years old to say, hey man, I just got to fight. Like you know what I mean? If you wasn't defending yourself, let alone hitting a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like what what are we doing, bro? We 35. We got stuff to lose. We got families. We got careers. Like, why are you out right. fighting in the streets? Letting alone right. what you're talking about, 
play, putting his hand. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so I went and called me an Uber. I was like, man, I'm getting the fuck up out of here with these <laughs> ghetto ass niggas. So then, <laughs> the guy friend, I guess he told him I was leaving because of the things he was saying. So the friend came to try to stop me. Right? He was like, don't leave. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but you gotta understand. Some of these women don't feel like you love them unless you beat them. Oh man! This is what this man said to me. He's like, it's a real thing. Like, I love. You talking girl, about a trauma if, bond? If That's she don't, if I don't hear her, she gonna feel like I don't love her. And see, she probably uh, experienced abuse when she was younger. You know, so she does. It it can be people who associate abuse with love, who mm-hmm. you know have those things synonymous and equivalent, depending on the type of attachment they grew up with or the type of parenting style they grew up with so those things can be detrimental so all the parents out there listening make sure that you understand that how you're raising your kids and the attachment style and the parenting style that you're using can affect them now yeah. as a as a child or adolescent but also as an adult and if you're unfamiliar with that on my youtube channel i got both those videos parenting styles as well as um attachment styles so check that out youtube is men to heal yeah, Mentally. I definitely have experienced uh, um, <clears throat> trauma bonds. Not trauma, trauma bonds, of course, but like where I feel like this man doesn't know I love him unless I'm yelling at him. So like I'll be here all day long, and you just keep doing shit <laughs> to get me up so here. Forced you to get yeah, and then when I start going crazy, then you get calm. It's like mm-hmm. what happened? Why are you want to exchange this ill ass energy like this? So that, but that. that what we talked about earlier communication that to him his communication was if i get her aroused at a certain point she's displaying that she care you know so and that was the negative side opposed to just saying hey babe i did xyz or hey babe let's talk about you know his words let me tick you off attention right now yeah his exactly but his was to tick you off and now that you're ticked off oh yeah she's showing me all the attention i need you know I used to pick fights to have angry sex. Yeah, that's not uncommon either. <laughs> this ain't your therapy session, bitch. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. We supposed to be talking about Amber Rose. <laughs> Yo, what is happening? <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. I just Sammy, said I used to do okay. that. Yeah, I'm glad you grown. That's good. That's good growth. <laughs> swears to God that they were the narcissist or experienced a narcissist. It's easy to go on because the traits that she listed, like the gaslighting and all that stuff, those are all mm-hmm. easy traits of somebody trying to manipulate you. But there's a difference between someone having narcissistic traits and someone that could possibly be having a disorder. Be, yeah, clinically diagnosed yeah. as a narcissist. Um, so right. I think in reference, like within society, we, it's a couple of different ones that people use improperly, like antisocial personality. Like somebody say I'm antisocial, but no, you're not. Antisocial is like a real psychotic disorder. Um, but I guess they thinking like, I, I don't right. like talking to people, engaging in social settings, so they use that. But the same way I think she used, um, he was a narcissist, you know, within that term, just using it loosely as, as to what she understand it to be. Um, but realistically, it's a mental disorder in which people have like inflated self uh, entitlement within that self. Yeah, you know they feel Importance. superior. 
have little regard for other people's feelings depending on where they are. They need that admiration. They need that praise. You know, it can be understanding by different unique characteristics. And and this is something that has taken place uh, from childhood, adolescenthood to now adulthood, and especially within those relationships that we're talking about. So as a parent, you definitely can uh, promote your child to be a narcissistic uh, or get narcissistic personality. You know, those things can be developed. And of course, the trait can be picked up in many different aspects too. So some people have an unrealistic sense of entitlement. They expect others to cater to their needs and wants all the time. You know, like not only within relationships, but of course in the, in the work setting as well. You know, like you're not even a boss and you acting like you're the boss. You're trying to fill in. You're trying to get all this, this people to glorify you. Like, oh, chill. We get the same salary. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it all, all those type things um, can affect it. But I think also... If I understand correctly, what you read that she wrote was, or or that you said was, his lack of empathy uh, for feeling the way, for not feeling a certain way based on how she's feeling. She's upset. She's with the kids. You know, he, I guess, violated her trust, it seems like. So those things are definitely characteristics. Um, and, and of course, uh, a, a narcissist, a true narcissist is a person who wants to get, you know, they display envy. They want to get revenge or they feel that others are out to get them. So he could feel like, yo, I'm not even going to entertain it because she is using the public to make me out to be the bad guy. You know, so that can be another another reason why he right. felt like I'm not even going to display like vulnerability for the world. Mm-hmm. So let's rewind a little bit. So I'm all, I'm a firm believer that we you are what you eat. Thus, you are who you beat. <laughs> so when you date somebody, you marry somebody, you kind of see yourself in them a little bit. Is it possible that she's a narcissist? Because why would she publicly put that out there? Because I, I won't say that he felt like somebody brought him out because he took ownership of what happened. But it's the giggling and the childish, like, you know, shit arounding it. So he 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 acknowledged that he fucked up, right? And he acknowledged that he had been fucking up and, you know, she's been going through his stuff, found out he's been cheating. But to try and control somebody in a way to, and especially because you have such a large platform, larger than his, to put that out publicly in that way. And that's what I'm saying. That could have been one, his envious thinking, like, oh, she's out to get me. Or it could have been, like you saying, you know, she can have that feature as well, but um, that's the difference between narcissistic personality disorder and narcissistic trait, because a lot of people have the trait, you know, so certain criteria pulled here and there of those specific behaviors. And she said, fuck her mama too, because she's a narcissist. She also used to date Kanye. And that's she's the thing, like it's 2021. So in, in many different settings, of course, people sitting behind the keyboard or, or glued to that phone. So it's hard to see if she's doing it for attention or he's doing it for attention, or is it something that they need to definitely process and uncover in a, in a therapeutic setting? I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself just talking about Amber <laughs> Rose right now. What's the difference between a narcissist so, and a sociopath? Well, it, so it, listen, it, it can be some overlapping features, but a sociopath is pretty much uh, somebody with antipersonality disorder. Like they lack feelings of understanding, they break all the rules, they make impulsive decisions. Um, they don't feel guilty when they harm other people, you know, so it's so many different characteristics of 
a, a sociopath or somebody with antisocial personality, like disrespectful norms to laws and rules and regulations. Um, and they're also, you know, they'll lie, they'll deceive you. They don't care about nobody but themselves and getting on top. Um, they live in the moment as far as displaying aggression, you know, just being disregard for authority and safety and stuff like that. They can be cold and, and, and shield themselves from actual reality. More of a narcissist, they want that attention. They want the admiration, that glorifying. You know, I'm not trying to push you away because I need you to continue to lift me up. That's more of a narcissist. The antisocial person or the sociopath, mm-hmm. they don't care. Like, I- I'm going to hurt your feelings. I want you to know that I'm going to intentionally hurt you because <laughs> I know you're not going nowhere. I know it's nothing you can do. I'm big. You're, you remember Matilda? I'm big. You're little. I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm big. You're little. I'm right. You're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. And now you're sitting there questioning, like, oh, you're right. I ain't going nowhere. Or you start to question yourself. Um, and then, you know, all of that comes back to your personal self-esteem, your personal journey that you have to develop. Um, so that's pretty much the difference, though. The, the narcissistic person, they want to to uplift them, build them up, give them admiration. The sociopath or the person with antisocial behavior, they don't care. They know they're going to hurt you. They know that they're going to deceive you, lie to you, like disregard for authority and laws and your norms, all that. Don't None of that matter to them. So let's say you discover that you are a narcissist. What what do you do? What kind of do the work? What kind yeah, of work? No, nah, and, and that's a way? good question. So it all depends on where you are too. Like depending on your age, depending on when you got diagnosed, um, depending on where you are, you know, because it's it's a few different methods that you can do. Um it it all it, it, I guess it all depends. So if you're a young person, you definitely you definitely want to ensure that your parents are giving you the proper support and care that you that you can possibly have. Um, but if you're an older person now, pretty much you're stuck in your ways. You've probably been this way for a minute, so you probably still want that admiration, whether you are, let's say, now in the workplace. Because when you were younger, you was in all kinds of sports, and everybody praised you for being a good athlete or a good cheerleader and stuff like that. So now in the workplace, you feel that you should get those same praises. Um, so now it's pretty much you got to uncover those things. We got to figure out uh, where to start, you know, so it all depends. You got to maintain uh, how to maintain personal relationships without offending people, without needing that admiration from people, without just, you know, being in a room and being comfortable without somebody's uh, giving you a compliment on your shoes or your hair or, oh, man, you donated so much money. You know, you don't need that. So pretty much taking you from, um, a certain level of being praised and admiration, like reducing those feelings, increasing your understanding and how to regulate your feelings. Like all of those things can be treatment within therapy. Um, and of course is, is potential medication out there as well. Um, but we have to understand or, or assist you in making we sure that you <laughs> can obtain certain goals within the therapeutic process. Like whether it's a goal of, um, you know, going to work this week and, and not having your coworkers um, compliment you, you know, so those things are important. I don't like when bitches compliment me because I feel like, <laughs> girl, I know I was cute before I left the house. Like, I don't need you. Every time I see you tell me, oh, you look cute. First of all, cute is for kids, bitch. <laughs> you know, I love all of that. Maybe I am a nice. Like, I don't you, have girl. to be separated, celebrated. But then I like to celebrate. And, other that's, and that's the difference, too. That's part of it. 
because this narcissistic mm-hmm. person is in the office. And if you're not saying, oh, man, Mike, that's a nice tie or Dag Sheila, that's a dope dress. You know, they're they're going to intentionally come around your area. You'd be like, hey, peep this tie, you know, or just so you can uplift them. Yeah. So so those are some of the things we'll work with. We'll, we'll assist, you know, we'll, we'll put a number on it. We'll put a, a, a quantified number on it so you can reduce those behaviors. Hey, you, you, you normally want five different people to compliment you. If, if you only get two compliments this week, we want you not to react in an upsetting manner. We don't want you to walk by Susie's desk to make sure that she sees you. Or, you know, so we, we do different things like that within, within a different setting. Um, so it all depends. Okay. So out of 10 couples, how many of those couples would you say a narcissist exists in? Out of 10? Like somebody, you like, you know, I don't even want to. I don't even want to no, get it. So I, I wouldn't say like. that. I, I would say it's a, a lot of different sessions where somebody didn't Google something or heard something on the podcast or a clubhouse on the way. And now they. Now she diagnosing him. Ex, ex, and now my, my degree and my case studies don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because they already got the answer. So I, I mean, I wouldn't put a number on, you know, a certain couple of sessions out of 10, but. It, some of the things we hear in there, or I, at least I hear in session, is um, at somebody on Clubhouse or XYZ. So I, I'm personally not on Clubhouse for those reasons because you can't vet those people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and different state got different laws regarding ethics and you know different jurisdictions. So I don't even want the red tape. Like, don't even tell me what somebody said on there because it might not even pertain to something that I'm even uh, dealing with or too much information, but it doesn't mean it's the correct information. So it will all depends. Yeah. So out of 10 people, five of them aren't. <laughs> you ask every woman right now, right now, ask a woman he was a why narcissist. they yeah. broke up with whoever I, they were with, it. and they're going to say, yep. because it was a narcissist. Or toxic. And that word was overused. Was super toxic. That's my favorite shit to say. <laughs> That's my favorite shit. So toxic. Ugh. <laughs> I would be a terrible therapist. I could imagine me telling like uh my clients like if they were a narcissist, I would tell them to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and tell yourself that you ain't shit. <laughs> what? So you you know uh <laughs> taking it back though, education purposes, uh that's how narcissist that's how it was formed. Um the guy name was narc, maybe narcissist or something like that, but he's seen his reflection in a in a pool and fell in love with itself. Wow. That's how, yeah, yeah. So that's, Okay, so maybe that would work. You ain't <laughs> shit. Say it a hundred times a day. Listen, I mean, <laughs> that intervention, like you ain't got to say it like that. You can definitely be tactful. But you need a little bit of narco in you, dog. You need a little bit, like, so you know you that bitch. You know you the shit. Like, everybody need a little bit of narcissism, uh, right? Well, there's a difference between confidence and and. Oh, right. Narc- you know what I mean? Narcissism <laughs> is a trait. So you can be confident. You can reassure yourself. You can be, right. you know, ensure that you are uplifting yourself, but you don't have to be as arrogant and standoffish. But most millionaires are narcissists, right? A, a lot of them are. They just cutthroat, no empathy, like whatever I got to mm-hmm. do to get to the top, I'm doing it, I'm shitting on whoever. I feel like you have to have, you have, in order to be a billionaire, you got to shit on a lot of people along the way. Or, or, and not have not remorse always. for it. Not, and in some cases. So it's mm-hmm. a it's probably a list that you can Google, but it's certain uh, professions too 
that promote a lot of different Nazis, like the military, like police force, like lawyers. Boxers. Um, I feel like every boxer is a bit of a narcissist. Yeah, so, it, it, I mean, it's a couple of different professions. You probably can Google it on your downtime or your listeners, um, you know. And a real narcissist is dangerous. So we got these people in, in law enforcement. That's why we have so many problems. Potentially, yeah. Because the they, they want that one up. They want that you know, admiration of, okay, you're the authority figure, you know, so those things can translate to that. Mm, That's mm, scary. mm. Now a word from our sponsor. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. All right, so we have our SIMP series. Which, is, which would be equivalent to our dumb bitch story, which is a segment where women can, you know, hit us up. Let us tell us a time where you are a dumb bitch and now how you are recovered, right? And the simp series would be equivalent to that. So guy tells a time where he, you know, maybe was consistently played by a woman knowingly. I would say knowingly. If you unknowingly participate in some, some shit, like you just got used. But knowing that somebody's playing with you and you stay in a situation... I would say it would have to be a situation where you knowingly knew. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be, I'll, yeah, I'll be real with you. Like I've, I've never had a situation to where I was like blind like that, you know. Um, and me personally, I, I've been on my own ever since sixteen. I emancipated myself at sixteen, so everything for me 
has been hustle and getting to myself. So I just, I, I made sure that I didn't put myself in a position to where I'm being used because um, a majority of the part of my life, I didn't have much. Like I wasn't going to give you my last and you planned me. So for me, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough not right. to be in those situations. Now, I am in a situation or have been in a situation to where I cater because I care because I know this is what, you know, this is my heart. Like, regardless of what you're giving me, I'm giving you because I know these things are gratifying to you. I know this is what I'm supposed to do as a partner. So, I mean, if that is mm-hmm. sipping or, or being a simp, oh, yeah, well, I'm good. No, that's not simping. Yeah, that's what, so, that's what we you know, but to, again, where I'm from, like, oh, man, you, you <laughs> done did X, Y, Z, and this person ain't give you nothing. You know, so reciprocity mean a lot, you know, and you can be, it can be a fine line depending on where you are. Right. And I have a interesting dumb bitch story for you guys. All right, here it goes. Hi, Tam Bam and AG. Okay, so about three months ago, I ran into a dude at work who approached me and asked for my number in the sexiest way. He was so damn fine and his approach was it for me. Whatever. Fast forward, we go out a few times and start smashing. We have a convo about only sleeping with one another because we were fucking raw. This is her exact words. And he begins to admit (laughs) that he, he has feelings for me. Soon after this, things start getting thrown off a little because he doesn't trust that I have no relations with my baby daddy and thinks that I lie. He goes on vacation and tells me he's going alone. But it doesn't sit right with me, and I was definitely thinking he was out there with another bitch. We also barely talk while he's on vacation. I begin taking it as he's kind of off of it. Now, boom, here's where shit gets messy. I have a good friendship with one of his friends, who I thought they were just cool co-workers. We flirt a lot at work, but it's never gone past that. And I knew him before Original Blue. So I end up getting drunk one night and call the friend. Let's call him Friend X. To bring me home because I can't drive. He brings me home. We pinky promise we won't do anything. I tell him that I'm involved with someone who I really like and he knows him. So we don't do anything. But then it happened. And girl, that shit was bomb. Me and friend X talk (laughs) about how we shouldn't have fucked and agree it'll never happen again. Also, that we were taking this shit to the grave with us. Original boo returns from vacay and we kicking it again and things just don't seem the same. So I fall back in with friend X, who provides me with all that original boo doesn't, such as conversations, communication, and we goofy as fuck with each other. At this point, original boo just blah, but I don't want to let it go. So now I'm rotating between the two friends. Friend X knows about it, but original boo doesn't. So I assume. They both give me great dick, and I think I'm stupid over original boo because he is so damn fine. While friend X just really is the nastiest, freakiest nigga I ever have been with. Plus, our chemistry is just fire. I'm not dating either of them, nor do I see myself in a relationship with either. I don't know if I should just keep smashing the two and say fuck it or cut one of them off or both, which I don't want to do, LOL. I'm so stuck and I have no clue what I need to do. I need y'all help. Sincerely, the accidental homie hopper. girlfriend (laughs) bitch first of all second of all and third of all right (laughs) them niggas know you smashing both of them right they do there's no way baby girl is uh (laughs) baby girl (laughs) like why was it raw squirrel like so immediate you know what i'm saying like 
why you you know right. protect yourself because even and you having these thoughts about him doing something else and you still having unprotected sex um and now, once, you, once and, you started you can't stop it but you added somebody else to it as well so you know what i mean like protect you yourself you like it's just stop. so many so many different things within that i think that she has to uncover within herself um but bouncing between two partners, I don't think that's it. You know, I think she definitely needs to decide on one of them. Um, <laughs> if not, it's going to reveal itself and then how she going to figure out what the outcome would be. Like, what happens when they do find out? You know what I'm saying? Like, now, their friendship or co-workership or whatever, they, them two, the two males are, can be at jeopardy. You know, that can become a different situation as well, whether it's violence or them two just having a falling out and turn to something else and now she's the you know she gonna be feel guilty that she was uh the cause of that so it's just so many different things like that that immediate gratification that she's getting from having both those partners with that amazing you know sexual chemistry that she's doing I don't, I don't think i think now she's living in the moment but it could be a regrettable decision if she don't figure out which one she want but i think with the original guy if she's having doubts of him being faithful, then they need to identify the lines of within the context of that relationship. Because if they don't have a title, why are you worrying about what I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? Or because they because raw dick, right. that's what it is. Raw, raw Women, is cool. We ain't, so we, let's figure we ain't that out. Studying then. condom dick. We ain't studying condom dick. Once you take that condom off, you my whole man. You my whole boyfriend. Yeah. I love so, you. So let's figure that I out though. Let's so let's much. make sure that I. Or he, the person, the original guy, understands that, you know, because it couldn't. It, it to him, it probably was when they said, "Hey, we we just smashing." It could have for him, it probably was, "All right, we just smashing, don't matter." But to her, is yo, we smashing raw all of the, all of what you guys said. So they have right. to ensure so that they're on the same page. So what I think she's this is what she's going through. So original guy, he's obviously dating other people. You may not be having raw sex with the second guy, but you have been, you're now attached to the man you've been having sex with without the condom, right? But this man seems unattainable. He goes out on vacation with other women. Lacks this is why you think you like him. This is why you, he lacks communication. He's barely talking to you. So it's the unattainability of that man that you think you like. But you got this other guy who's giving you everything. He's giving you the good, nasty sex. He's communicating. Y'all laugh. Y'all kick it. The chemistry. What's up? Yeah, Why that, wouldn't you yeah. choose him? You only think you like this other guy because you can't get him. Well, friend X sound like he not may not be as physically attractive to her as well. Because she's like, that other guy's so damn yeah. fine. Is he, though? That's what she said. I mean, I ain't seen him. Mm. But, I mean, is, is so is attraction worth that, though? Like, would you have an... She, it sounds like she would have rather have an attractive person with none of those other qualities over this other guy with all the other qualities and features no, that she seems right. to like, no. you know, she getting that, she getting their attention. She get, it, it don't sound it sound like, like. it sounds like she want to fuck both of them. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But it sounds, I mean, and she want us to tell her that shit. Giving, okay. But I'm sorry to read your story. Oh, we got a therapist on. Now he dissected your ass, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not okay. But it sounds like that, uh, the second guy has every quality or at least enough qualities for her to be comfortable within a situation opposed to just that physical attraction that she has for the first guy. You know, if she's getting the conversation, she's getting the, the sexual gratification, the chemistry is good. Like all of those traits will have her 
comfortable with mm-hmm. the relationship. But the weird thing is, like now she can't even be in a relationship because them exactly. two know each other. Right. You know what I mean? How you gonna maneuver through that? Like I know they probably talked about you. Like women, we why wouldn't you think these guys they work together? And I'm let's, let's just go out on a limb. They probably work in a fucking call center somewhere, some type of office setting, right? Where it's maybe only a couple mm-hmm. guys in it anyway. So they probably tap in all the women that's in there. Like, I'm pretty sure they communicate and they know they both smashing you. So the guy thinks you're lying about still smashing your baby daddy because he probably knows who you are actually smashing. Right. Yeah. And, and well, she say one guy, the second guy know about the first guy. So he's probably not going to slip up and say, yo, I'm smashing so-and-so. You know what I mean? But he's probably oh, listening maybe. to guy one. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably listening to guy one saying, Yo, dog, I was on a trip with so and so, and he's thinking like, shit. yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, oh man, while you was over there, yeah, while you was over there with so and so, I took y'all to <laughs> home, and I, you know, so it could be one of them situations. But so, right. that's I think that might, that's more uh, plausible. Well, <laughs> yeah, but but uh, hope hopefully, little baby figure it out though, and she just decide on because right now like realistically it's, it's even a safety issue just from all the, the additional sex because if, if guy one is sleeping with somebody else and he's sleeping with you raw you don't you don't know or you can't control if he's sleeping with the other chick mm-hmm. raw you know and you introduce guy two you know hopefully you guys are not raw but you don't know who else he's sleeping with so now there's multiple people there's multiple potential diseases uh in addition to the hazard of if them two find out now they beefing one up with the other guy one, uh, how he's going to react knowing that, you know, I laughed in this guy's face, he's smashing the whole time. Like that can be a troubling situation. So one thing that Mr. Harris here and AJ did not uh, mention, but I'm going to quote Waka Flocka. I fucked my money up. Now I can't re up. Bitch, don't be fucking all these niggas at your job. You going to mess your <laughs> check up, girl. <laughs> Oh, I ain't even catch yeah. that she worked out too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, yeah, you definitely No, she she wrote that on there? I thought she said they was co- all co-workers. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> wait, I thought you were saying she said to walk a fuck No, up. that's uh, me quote, telling her she's oh. about to fuck her money up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely. All three of y'all in the office looking silly. Fire. HR. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Yeah, Good luck, though, sis. Tell us what happened. This is interesting. Did we give her some? Adv- oh yeah, he, look, I was about to say, did we give her advice? We gave her yeah, a he a gave her advice. advice. But we know you're gonna keep fucking both of them till something blow up. Because <laughs> it's fun, that's right? What happens? <laughs> and that's why more exists. Because now she gonna how you gonna know who the dad is? How you gonna know? It's just so many. Just smash one with a condom, girl. Partners. If you gonna keep, if you gonna keep going doing this, smash just, them both with a condom. Just, <laughs> You got to. I mean, because now guy one though gonna feel weird. Like, yo, we've been going all this time without a kind of why we, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But now that's her excuse, like, hey, listen, I don't know who you with. We're not exclusive, or I'm exclusive, you're not exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, she can trick it up however she needs to, but realistically, like if his if his response is, Hey, we've been going this whole time without one, why we need one wow? Now, uh, well, because you you know, don't you went on vacation much. with somebody who you been yeah, with. Yeah, you gone. Yeah, so all that. But no, you ain't using the condom easily, on vacation. She can use <laughs> she can easily tell guy two to use one. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm still smashing guy one, so let's use his protection. Hang in there, girl. I mean, get all the dick you can, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Listen to the therapist. He got more sense than me. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I, I mean, to, well, to be real, if I was her therapist, I'd try to figure out what she's running from or why she feel like she need that validation from both them. But is it that you know or that she just, she's single and... I think that men get a more get more of a pass with this type of thing. Like it's okay for a man to, to desire be having sex with multiple right. women, but but for a woman, it's like oh she has trauma for some reason. No, nah, my response wouldn't be based on gender. My remember our conversation earlier before that we start got get, we went live. My response wouldn't be based on gender. It would be based on the fact of like oh, what are you trying to escape? Being promiscuous is a sign of so many different things. You know, so we, I would dissect that thing and try. So to you can't just like dick. No, you can, <laughs> but it can be a different feature, though. You know, whether it's self esteem, whether it's you feeling, yo, now that I gave this person that they value okay, me, it can fair. be so many right. different things. That's why I say, that's why I say we would okay. uncover that. You know, and who knows? Hoeing doesn't heal. We talked about that. <laughs> exactly. Before. Who knows? You know, because uh, a lot of people have reckless behavior and being promiscuous is one of those things. Like if you look at like where I grew up at, you know, like this, this man had a family here then they had a family two blocks down, you know, those things were, he was running from something or he was trying to find something else. And sex was the outlet, just like substance, you know, like drinking the result of drinking and driving is you can get in the car wreck, you can get locked up or whatever DUI, but the result of being promiscuous is, unplanned pregnancies diseases and stuff like that and people don't view those being things being ran through yeah exactly your numbers <laughs> high you know people don't view those things as 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 a you know uh, as a a potential symptom of something but you know as a therapist i have right. to we have to uncover everything mm-hmm. it always starts with you so if you're in a bad relationship or you know always think like wouldn't me is causing this to happen or why why am i willing to accept this like you know, right. if, if that's the lifestyle you choose, then cool. But I know deep down, a lot of people feel like, no, nah, I can have one person. Some people do feel like, okay, I'm cool with the poly thing. I can have multiple women. But the thing is, like, let me ensure that this other people know that this is the situation. I think that's where the mm-hmm. issue come in at. Like, because now you've been deceitful. Like, you're not right. even being honest enough front. But if everybody's on the same page, then you're good. Because the safety is taken care of. Exactly. You know, but... Behind the back and sneaking and doing it, you know, those things that you got to figure out. Like, yo, if I got to do this, then it's not even a situation I need right. to be a part of. But it do make it more fun, though. Right. Oh, yeah. That thrill is definitely <laughs> something that's, you know yeah. what I mean, that get a lot of people. With the sneaky link? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sneaky link? I'm scared. I'm too old for sleep, sleepy linking, man. Sleepy linking? I say sleepy. Girl, sleepy carry your ass to bed. <laughs> Sleepy link. That's how you know you you getting old. That's how you know you old, bitch. Can we do this at least? Can by we get six? together? So I can be home by ten. <laughs> can we get together? Just take a nap. A bitch is tired. Girl, that's intimate. That's an intimate yeah. ass date. Taking a nap with a nigga. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> oh, that spoon. Yes, that spoon in. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Sleepy link. I want a sleepy link. That's my new shit. So, Mr. Harris, plug yourself again. Tell us all your information about your website, that book that I'm going to buy for all the men in my life. Can you tell us that? Yeah, yeah. So He got the whole spiel. He got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the easiest way to find me, um, definitely if you got questions about anything that was said on this wonderful podcast with these two lovely young ladies tonight, um, hit me directly. My website is mentoheal.com, W-W-W-M-E-N-T-O. H-E-A-L dot com. You can from there you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. 
Men to Heal. You can purchase the book, man, just express yourself. Um, and of course, you can follow me on social media from there as well. My IG is men underscore T-O underscore H-E-A-L. Email me your questions if you have them. Um, also, go to my YouTube channel if you do want to um, view those videos on communication, um, on parenting styles, on um, narcissistic trait versus uh, narcissistic personality disorder and attachment styles. All of those things are important. Hey, We appreciate you coming on the show. We enjoy you. You were great. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I, I mean, I'm trying to come back, man, because I'm sure it's going to be a segment to where y'all probably going to need a, a Look, a we need to do a whole episode where we bring some men on and just have you on as a little quick therapist right yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know. I'm, I'm definitely interested. And uh, it's been a pleasure. I, I wish you guys continued success. Um, keep up the good work. Definitely continue thank, to. Thank you. Really appreciate you. you. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's been official. All right. That's Mr. Harris. Mr. Y'all. Harris, y'all. Meant to heal. Shit. If y'all bitches enjoyed this episode, <laughs> please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host of We Talk Back, AJ Holiday 2.0. And it's Tam Bam. You can find me on Instagram at official Tam Bam, y'all. Love y'all one more time. Deuces. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.